What's up, everybody? This is Sydney, and you're listening to Friendly Fire. Welcome back to Friendly Fire. In today's episode, we are going to talk some NFL football and some college football with football getting set to start tomorrow. It has been way too long since we have been here, but uh, in case you don't remember, I'm Sean, and my co-host is Sydney. Whatever. What's up, man? I've been way too long, like six months I, too long. <laughs> I, I, I feel like when we take this long, the shows be really good. Um, it's just that wait in between. Yeah, you know? yeah. The last one we did that didn't air was uh, really good. I, I thought it was the best one we had done. The one we yeah, did uh, right before uh, free agency started. Yeah, NBA free, free agency. agency. Yeah. 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 Um, but, um, yeah, we last year we did uh, division by division. Um, I don't think we want to do that this year. Um, we're going to do it a little bit different just with our playoff teams and you know, well, we actually last year we didn't do a, a Super Bowl, but I'm I'm prepared to make a Super Bowl prediction. Yeah, um, I I have mine mapped up round for round, so we can yeah, definitely do I, that. I, I didn't go exactly round for round, but I, but looking at the matchups mm-hmm. and how it would all shake out, I would still I'm I'm still going to come to the same conclusion. Yeah, but um, it is. What ten days away? Uh, no, that's the next six. Yeah, six. Eagles, Eagles, Falcons next Thursday. Wow, man, that's, that's crazy. Finally, um, right? <laughs> All right. So, but, but this, this is this is what I want to do before we start. Um, and this, I, I know, this kind of might throw you off a little bit, but I just want to talk about. What do you? Because we we've talked about why who our favorite teams are. You like the Saints, I like the Lions. What do you think is the absolute ceiling, and what do you think is the is the floor for New Orleans? And and because I'm sure you have them in the playoffs anyway. So, what is the worst case scenario? And then we'll go into what you think is the best case, which I assume will will map out how you see the NFC and then we'll go from there. You want to do it like that? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, the best case is Super Bowl. Right. Last, um, we were one play away from the NFC Conference Championship last year and I really believe that the the Eagles wouldn't have done us like they did Minnesota in the Conference Championship. So um, we haven't done anything but gotten better. So I see no reason why we can't be in the Super Bowl this year. The floor is the floor has changed for me over the past forty eight hours with getting Teddy Bridgewater, because it's always been the worst thing that can happen for us is losing Drew Brees. Right. With the talent that we have now, I can see Teddy Bridgewater still getting this team to the playoffs if if the worst was to happen. So the ceiling for this, I mean, the floor for this team is still eight, uh, eight, eight, nine, and seventeen, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So um, Super Bowl eight, eight, nine, seven. It could be anywhere in between that. I was gonna, I was gonna say, do you think the reality is somewhere in between that, or um, without giving it away, you think the ceiling is is what's actually gonna happen? 
I think reality is NFC championship. And then I feel like that's a toss up. So, but NFC champion, NFC conference championship is reality for me. Like I can absolutely see we should be there. And then whoever wins that game is a toss up basically. For me, I think worst case scenario, obviously the very similar to how the Saints are, um, the Lions will go as Stafford takes them. Um, and that's that's what it's been for years, unless he has some type of serious injury. You know, I, I think last year I was a little more optimistic, which is weird because I think the team's better. I mean, the, the team is better this year. Um, I, I love – Love is a strong word. I, I really liked everything that we done in the offseason. Um, but for me, it's another one of them scenarios where I, I just we, – we play in the NFC. Like, yeah. that was just – like, it's just – if we were in the AFC, I could see us in – probably somewhere in the AFC championship, best-case scenario with, like, if, if things go how they how I envision them in my mind. But um, – you know, the best case scenario is if Stafford can actually get a running game. And we I've talked that nauseam about what Stafford's been able to do without one. And they brought in running backs in the offseason. Then you, you can see that that's where they're trying to improve the team, drafting a center, getting a, a blunt, and, you know, drafting a running back in the second round. Um but the defense has got to stay healthy. They've got to improve. Jared Davis was showing signs of being like mm-hmm. a real good linebacker. If he improves and uh, Patricia can improve the defense, you know, look, man, the, you never know with this stuff, especially with, with health and yeah. the NFL. Once injuries but, start coming, they change everything. Uh, and, and every year, and like, when the Falcons, when the Falcons broke out like they did, I'm just using them as an example. Yeah. Every every year, there's a team that 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 ascends in a direction like they get everything clicking. So if I go, oh, I can see the Lions going 11 and 5, 12 and 4. It sounds crazy because I'm a fan, but every year there's a team like that. Yeah. Jacksonville last year, Jacksonville, who saw that coming? Exactly. Everybody knew that they they Maybe. had a good defense, yeah. but who saw that coming? You know, so. Look, man. Uh, so I said all that to say, like, I'm I'm excited to watch, it. and that's why that's why football is king because you never know, yeah, you never know, bro. So yeah. So so what's um, the ceiling? I need a clear a clear definition of what y'all ceiling is <laughs> for this season. Look, I. We'll talk a little bit about the, the playoffs and how I how I think there's some stuff in our division that people are overrating. But uh, I, I think the ceiling is winning the division. Uh, and, you know, I think we can actually, if everything works out exactly how I think it should or how I think they think it will, yeah, I think they can win the division. And that has a lot to do with the fact that I think that people – that people are putting way too much in Aaron Rodgers being back and way too much into how much Kirk Cousins is going to elevate what the Vikings were last year. Okay, we'll get so, to that. And then the floor? 
yeah, I mean Stafford Stafford gets hurt or there's no run the running game don't work like I, like it's supposed to or Patricia's not a good head coach. Yeah. You know, I could see five eleven, four and twelve, yeah. somewhere in that area. I you know, yeah. Very likely. Okay, okay. Four eleven win the division. And I can't disagree with that because, like you say, every year, you, you never know. Like, you brought up that Atlanta season. The season before that, it was Carolina. Who saw Carolina? What did they go, 15-1 and one that season? They went 15-1. and one. They lost two games that year. Yeah. So They you, lost one game in the regular season, and they lost the Super Bowl. Yeah, so you never know. Like, if things break the right way, then anything can happen. Absolutely. Um, all right, so with both of our teams being in the NFC, you want to – you go with your, you know, first – the top six teams that you think are going to make it into the playoffs in the AFC. You want to go from – In the AFC? Top to top to bottom. In the AFC, yeah. Let's spend a little time on the AFC. Okay, yeah, because the boring teams out the way. All yeah, right, exactly. I'll go one. I'll go my one to six. I got New England still finishing first. Pittsburgh second, Jacksonville, Kansas City, Houston, and then Baltimore. Okay. And um, yeah, that's my that's my six. So we so we're very similar uh, to start. I have uh, the Steelers actually winning, being the number one seed, um, and then the Patriots being number two, and that has a lot to do with their surrounding. Like I like it's just. Remember we talked last year when we were talking about uh, the AFC East, um, and I didn't think a team in the AFC East would be over five hundred. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that's the case this year either. So the Patriots being the two seed, and then I have the Texans, and I I still have the Chargers winning the uh, the AFC West, but I have the Jaguars as the fifth seed, and the Chiefs. I have the Chiefs sneaking into the playoffs. The Chiefs are sneaky good. Like people, I don't know why they think. Them getting rid of Alex Smith is gonna make them go down as much, but and that was and two things because the Pittsburgh thing for me it was Le'Veon Bell hasn't even shown up yet, mm-hmm. like he he's not there. So how would it affect them in the beginning? I got you. Um, <clears throat> and the Chargers it was hard for me to keep them out, and for me it came down to. Will they be better than Baltimore? I'm 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 big on Baltimore this year. Not in a Baltimore can win the Super Bowl way, but Baltimore is better than what people are giving them, especially in that division. Yeah. So the and I couldn't keep Houston out. I like yeah. Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville would definitely be able to win the division again, but. Houston lost a little on defense, but they gained Tyron Matthew. They get um, linebackers back that were hurt last year, and then, of course, they get Deshaun Watson back. So I couldn't keep them out of the playoffs either. So if Watson – that's how I feel. If Watson can come back and be anything like he was last season, I'm not in love with anybody else in the division. Scratch that, the conference. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, so I – that's why I got Houston third, the Chargers, because again, I, and that's why I'm saying, bro, a lot of a lot of my NFC picks, a lot of my AFC picks, especially 
like New England. I actually don't feel like New England's a better team than Houston or Jacksonville, but they're going to be gifted five or six wins from their division. So, mm-hmm. that's true. You know, yeah. that's, that's why I got them uh, at minimum the two seeds. So, but I, I don't have them in my FC Championship game. Who, the Patriots? Yes. Okay. And, okay, so how do your playoffs play out on that side? Well, um, so the first matchup would be, for me, with the Texans being in 3C, they play the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have, have the Texans winning that one. And then the uh, Jaguars and the, the Chargers, I'd have the Jaguars beating the Chargers. So that would put the Texans facing New England and the Steelers facing Jacksonville. Um, I think the Steelers could beat them this time, take them a lot more seriously uh, <laughs> this time, and uh, get to the AFC Championship. And then I would have uh, Houston going on the road and beating uh, New England to set up uh, a Pittsburgh-Houston AFC Championship. And um, I'd have the Steelers winning that one. Uh, I think the Steelers. I think the Steelers are the best team in the AFC, and even if they don't have the best record, yeah. Even if even if that played out how you said it is, I, I still just I think they're the best team in the conference. So I have them in the Super Bowl. So ours play out similar, I guess, because um, wild card I'd have Baltimore playing Jacksonville and Houston playing Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I got Jacksonville winning and Houston winning. So Houston will go to New England. And Jacksonville will go to Pittsburgh. I'd take Pittsburgh in that game. And I I, I have to still roll with New England, especially being in Foxborough. I don't know if Houston can overcome that. And then I'd have Pittsburgh and New England, but I actually have Pittsburgh winning. Um, so, so, yeah. So, we have the same matchups, different location for the AFC Championship game, but still the same outcome. Yeah, yeah. And eventually it has to end for New England. Yeah. And and the way things are going, um, they don't have Edelman for, what, six weeks to start off? Just, or is I it four? It's, four. it's, it's four. four. They don't have Edelman for four weeks. Um, their run game might not be what it has been. Their defense, I'm not too positive about. They lost Malcolm Butler. Um. So yeah, I think I think this is the year where they just this isn't the Super Bowl year for them. I think Pittsburgh will be able to to silence them come the championship game. So I'm very intrigued to see how similar NFC is because there's so many good teams in the NFC. Yeah. Um. That this could be this could be almost the same like we have we have all the same playoff teams except. Baltimore, Baltimore uh, Chargers, yeah. You had uh, Chargers, I had Baltimore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, the AFC is pretty cut and dry. It's like that every year. Every in year, the AFC. So well, so, you know, while we talking about that though, the like I say, the Baltimore is going to be better than what people are giving them credit for, and the Chargers. Uh-huh. But Cleveland, yeah, Cleveland went zero and sixteen last year. And I'm giving them eight games this year, at least. I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up like nine and seven. They're, they're definitely going to be somewhere between six and eight wins. I, yeah. I, 
I agree with that. And that's that's um, that's a ridiculous turnaround. Yeah. And Baker's not going to play. And I really, like, just watching him throughout the preseason, I feel like he's ready to start. Like, if he had to start, he could start and I look like the Kyle. best rookie, the best rookie quarterback. Yeah, I, I loved him in college. I, I don't know. See, but the, people talk, huh? No, go ahead. People talk a lot about his bravado, but I'm, you know, just on the, or I'm just talking about strictly on the field. Yeah. Um, it's not as backyard football as Johnny Manziel exactly. was, but it, but it's, I mean, it's fun to watch, and I, I like them in Oklahoma. And of course, it's always that question because of how college football runs their offenses. But just watching him in Cleveland so far, he's he's got it. He's he's going to yeah. be fine going ten years down the road. All right. So let's switch over to the NFC. I go. I can go first since you went yeah, first with the. Yeah. Um, all right. So I have the. This is uh, going to sound a lot like I'm falling in love with paper, but uh, why, why are you laughing? <laughs> can I just imagine you having Detroit winning that division? Oh. <laughs> hey, listen. You go out. All right. So um, I got St. Louis as my number one seed. Los um, Angeles. Los Angeles. That's the first time I've done that in a long time. Uh, I got the Rams number one, and uh, and I got the Vikings number two. And I'll explain because I know that kind of contradicts what I said a few minutes ago, but I will explain that in a second. So I got the Eagles as the three seed, the Falcons as the four seed, the Saints as the five seed, and I and I and I got the Lions sneaking in at, at the six seed. Of course. All right. <laughs> All right, so we got the Eagles and the Lions, and then oh, you want to do yours first before I do matchups, or um, no, you go ahead, go ahead, just roll through, yeah. So first, let me let me let me explain why I got the Vikings as the two seed. I respect Kirk Cousins. I think he's going to be a marginal improvement over what they had last year because I think he's a better quarterback than Case Keenum by a lot. But I don't think he's going to have the opportunity to do much more because how much how much better can it? Case came in and done exactly what he was supposed to, True. and that's what Kirk's going to do. He's yeah. exactly what he's supposed to. The reason I have the Vikings as the two seed because not because of what Kirk Cousins does for them, but because I respect that defense. And bruh, Dalvin Cook. If Dalvin Cook comes back and and he's Anything like he was. Like, you know how you see some people and it's like, oh, he can play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Man, and, and I respect Cook when he was at Florida State. But when he when he played the first couple of games, I was like, oh, that's going to be a nightmare yeah. for us in the, in the division for a, a long time. Um, and a lot of that had to do with because I wanted the Lions to pick him. But that's a different conversation. <laughs> um, so... I got the Eagles and the Lions in the first matchup, uh, the three six, and I'm gonna take the Eagles just because they're better. Yeah. Um. Whatever. And then I got the Falcons and the Saints. Now, the reason I got the Saints as the five seed because the NFC South has proven year after year after year that that is just so hard to repeat. Yeah. To do whatever you do over again. So I think the Falcons will take a step back up to where they're supposed to be. Um. But I got the Saints winning that. I got the Saints beating the Falcons. Um, and then, so that would be Eagles-Rams. I mean, Eagles-Vikings, I'm sorry. Rams-Saints. 
Um, and Two I have, great uh, matchups. Right. Yeah. So I have uh, the Rams winning that one. Um, and then I have the Eagles beating the Vikings. So that was set up uh, Rams, Eagles, NFC Championship. And uh, I have the Rams beating the Eagles. Okay. So, yeah, we are. Now, this one we are on the complete opposite <laughs> end zone. So that's that's interesting. I have New Orleans number one. I got to finish in number one of the conference. Then I have Philly. Then Minnesota. Then the Rams. Then Atlanta. And then Green Bay. Um, and really, when it comes down to that sixth seed, it's a toss-up, basically, between Green Bay and Detroit. And at this moment, I have less questions about Green Bay than I do about Detroit. So well, that's, no, We can talk about that. Yeah, so that's why I threw Green Bay in there. So that would lead to Green Bay versus Minnesota first round and Atlanta versus the Rams. I'd take Minnesota over Green Bay, and I, but I'd take Atlanta over the Rams. So... It would be Minnesota against Philly and then Atlanta against New Orleans, where I would take the Saints over the Falcons and I'd take Minnesota over Philly. Minnesota getting their revenge over Philadelphia. And then it would be Minnesota against New Orleans in the conference. And just like 2010, New Orleans would be going to Super Bowl. So. So you have Saint Steelers, Saint Steelers, and I have uh, Steelers Rams. All right, so yeah. let's talk a little bit about the divisions before we actually predict a Super Bowl. I want, I want to start with what you said about Green Bay, Detroit. Green Bay. All right. So I don't have Detroit. I'm, I don't have Green Bay making the playoffs because I understand that. You know, I, I'm living in it. A quarterback, what a good quarterback does to cover up all the problems that a team has. But I ain't scared of Green Bay. Uh, just just because Aaron Rodgers is coming back, man, I still don't trust their defense, their running game, nothing other than Aaron Rodgers for 16 games. And I feel like the Lions are a better team. I feel like Minnesota's a better team. I feel like all the teams in the division are, I mean, not all of them. All the teams in the comments that I have making the playoffs are a better football team than Aaron Rodgers. While a great quarterback can mask all of that stuff, bro, not for 16 weeks, not in the NFL, no. Okay, and my thing is the – I have zero question marks about Green Bay offensively. With Aaron Rodgers, even they run game. They the past two years they've taken a whole lot of hits injury wise to their running backs. But I feel like as if they can, if as long as they stay healthy, they're running their run game will be decent. My biggest concerns about Green Bay are on defense. They're secondary. secondary. Yeah. yeah, they're secondary more than anything. And at but at the end of the day, who can't Green Bay score with? Like Green Bay, they're they're gonna put up points no matter who's on the other side of the field. Yeah. When it comes to Detroit, the run game is a wor- is worries, of course, but also just the O line in general. Yeah. 
No O-line, no scoring. So even if your defense can hold up a good bit, which I don't think they're one of the best defenses in the league either, they're probably in the middle of the pack, you know. So I don't think that's – I don't think that on surface is better than what Green Bay is has. Yeah, you know, we we both only have one team making it from the NFC East. I, I want to talk about that just for <laughs> a second because we've talked about how people are just so in love with Dallas, and and like while I want to get excited about the Giants because I you know I thought they were the best team in the league. Last two season. years ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I thought that they got better. So um, I'm not going to fall in love with Saquon Barkley and, and Beckham being back. But, man, the Cowboys, man, who on their team? Who, who, why, why is everybody talking about them every every day no, on TV? Let me tell you this. So all these years, of course, Dallas fans have been the worst fans. Like, you know they everywhere. They're so irritating. This is the first time I've witnessed the media that's not Dallas-based or had played in Dallas be on them so so much for no reason. They've added nothing. They've lost a lot on their defense. I think they lost a corner, a starting corner, a starting safety, and um, their linebacker suspended for, what, four weeks to start no off the season. No Dallas, no Jason Wynn, like – what, what are we talking about? Why, why are we talking about the Cowboys? Um, what, Travis Travis Frederick retired? Didn't he retire? Uh, yeah, no, like... No, he's hurt. He's, he's just one hurt. of the O-linemen retired. Oh, okay. I can't remember who it was. One of the O-linemen retired, though. But just... There's no, yeah, there's no improvement over last season, so I have no idea why that... I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. And, you know, I was going to say, a lot of some of the stuff that factors into when you think about who's going to win what and stuff like that is uh, opponents. I, I know the Lions, I was looking at our schedule. I know we play the AFC East this year. So, you know, that's another reason why I could see us getting in. Um, you know, and then I, I think I watched a video that uh, that had, that did like the top toughest schedules. Yeah. You seen that video? No. If I did, it was um, when the schedules were first released, you know, when yeah, they do it. It, it, had, it was based off, like, the teams that made the playoffs last year and combined records and yeah. records and stuff like that. Uh, the top three were Green Bay had the number one toughest. Uh, the Lions had the second tie with the Saints. Mm-hmm. So, and, and a lot of that had to do with, first of all, the, the, the NFC South put three teams in the playoffs last year. So, of course – that right there was going to be hard for everybody um, in the division. So, but, um, and, and the AFC, we talked a little bit about, like, the the AFC and how it only ever feels like two teams can really win it. Yeah. Um, some of the teams that we didn't have in the playoffs, the Titans got Malcolm Butler. Um, yeah. Deion Lewis got added yeah. to that. That that was gonna make them a little bit more exciting, but I still, you know, I had Mariota taking a huge improvement last year, and he regressed a lot. That's the situation where I think the coaches or was holding back Marcus Mariota. Yeah, and even though they switched coaches, they brought in a defensive coach. So I don't know 
I don't think that's going to help him anymore either. So I think he's he's stuck where he is right now when it comes to him developing, and that that sucks. But that keeps Tennessee from going anywhere. Yeah, I, I, so I was just thinking about some of the teams that we might have had like right on the brink, and uh, some of the teams that on the cellar dwellers, if you will, <laughs> like uh, the Dolphins. Like, I am about to talk about that. Or Buffalo. Yeah, I think the Dolphins might be the worst team in the league this year. I think it'd probably be Buffalo. Yeah. Tannehill, Tannehill, Miami has some talent. Uh, Kenyon Drake and what was the other running back? They they started running after trading J.J. last year. I can't remember his name right now, but both of them did solid throughout the end of last season. Ryan Tannehill being back. Ryan Tannehill is an above – he's a capable quarterback. You lose Jarvis Landry, um, but you still have Devontae Parker. Yeah. Amendola is going to give you whatever it is that he has to give. And their defensive line is still good. Yeah. Um, they still have Xavier Howard at corner. Like they have an okay team to where I don't think I don't think they'll only win two games. Or, you know, I think I think Buffalo will probably be the worst team in the league this year. They have LaShawn McCoy and that's about it. Um, there was another team that I wanted to talk about, um, and that's all oh, Seattle. That's another team the, the media is in love with. Seattle, Russell Wilson, and uh, just how he's basically the face of the franchise now. And it's a lot of teams that have gotten worse over the offseason, and then I, the media makes it addition by subtraction. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're, they're in love with. Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, so they think that the teams are going to be good. But I don't think Seattle's going to be very good either. Another another situation where the offensive line is horrible. Mm -hmm. You lose Richard Sherman, you lose Cam Chancellor, and Earl Thomas not showing up. That yeah, your team is gone. Like you brought in Brandon Marshall. Okay, yeah, he's gonna. He, he's going to block for Russell Wilson and go catch these passes. Nah, they're going to have – and Russell Wilson is <clears throat> 20 sacks away from injury, which he'll probably see in the first two weeks. Like, <laughs> they, they haven't protect, like, last year was horrible for that man. And they've done nothing to make it better, except for Dwayne Brown. I forgot they added him last year, but besides that, the man gonna be running for his life again. He can only run for so long. Yeah, yeah. And so, and staying in the NFC West, that's a lot of why I have the Rams uh, being the number one seed. Because you look at Seattle, St. Louis, I mean uh, Arizona, and um, San Francisco. San Francisco, but I, San Francisco, San Francisco is gonna be pretty good. I think they're gonna be a six and ten, seven and nine team. That, yeah, they they're coming. They're not they're not yeah. there yet, but they're coming. Yeah, but so like with them, with them three teams being the teams that they play twice is just how I was talking about with uh New England and and you know them getting five to six wins out of their division um, with the Saints. You know, I know you had the Saints the number one seed, but mm-hmm. and that's tough. Yeah, Carolina, it is. Uh, and Atlanta and Tampa. We awful. 
but just those two. So it's gonna be hard. Like And like you said, what you said, top three toughest schedule? Yeah. Yeah, like the NFC South by itself is tough, but then we play Philly this year. We play the Rams this year. Um I wanna say we might play Minnesota again this season. So that is, man. Um, I, I want to go back to the NFC East real quick, though, because you were talking about that and how – because we both have Philly running away with that division. Yeah. But I, I, I see a lot of people have the Giants second. or the, I have Washington second in that division this year. A lot of people are sleeping on Washington. Uh, they got – Yeah, they got Alex Smith. They got uh, Chris Thompson. They have um, this dude name I can slip my mind. Receiver. John Reed, the tight end. No, and can't depend on him. Uh, they got a receiver. <laughs> what? Man, this dude plays three, four games a season and is hurt for the rest. <laughs> Okay, he can't stay healthy though. He might be a dog. He can't stay healthy though. <laughs> but they have a solid team on both yeah. sides of the ball. So I definitely think that they'll finish second in that division. Like I say, the Giant I just don't trust Eli and I don't know how they still trust Eli. And then <laughs> and their defense, you got to see, you know. I, I am excited to that backup and just dude, just talking about this uh, and going, oh, it's exciting to see him back, him back, him back. Yeah, there was a lot of injuries last year, a lot, like a lot. But uh, I, I'm excited to see back on again. Yeah, He's special, right? He is. He is. But uh, yeah. All right. So you want to make Super Bowl predictions? Go ahead, bro. What you got? And you got uh, Pittsburgh. You got Pittsburgh and the Rams, right? I got Pittsburgh and the Rams, and neither one of them belong in Atlanta to be playing the Super Bowl. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, all right, so that's what I got. Um, Pittsburgh, Le'Veon Bell. It's it's easy to fall in love with the quarterback, the running back, the wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, but. In a league where it's hard to stop people, um, when you can get stops, I, I think that matters. And I, I think Pittsburgh will run through the AFC because they're not going to have to face a team like St. Louis in the in the way that I mean, and like like Los Angeles in the way that if they play Jacksonville, Jacksonville doesn't have enough on offense yeah. to balance out, even when they stop them on defense. And I talked for years about how when when Sue was with the Lions, how he did not get enough credit for what he done. Yeah. Anza hasn't been the same since he left. Because when you got a dude that that defensive tackles don't get enough credit. True. Now, I, I wasn't gonna give him $20 million. <laughs> I thought that, that was the right decision. But what Sue does to to be able to stop the run on the way to rushing the passer. And you got Dono. And oh, by the way, even if you can't handle their pass rush, they got Peters and Talib. Who's stopping that? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I think, I think, 
And Jared Goff would just, if he can just do it, and like we saw last year mm-hmm. with Foles, Foles is a backup quarterback in the Super Bowl. Man, look, just don't mess it up. Yeah. There's too much talent on this team. Just don't mess it up. You know what I'm saying? And so now they got Cooks, Gurley. I mean, hey, I got I got the Rams beating the Steelers in the Super Bowl to, to win it. I, Pittsburgh and, and New Orleans, I have the same concerns about Pittsburgh, which is their defense. Mm-hmm. I personally can name two people on their defense, TJ White and Joe Hayden. And one of them washed up. I ain't going to say which one. Uh, so. <laughs> stop disrespecting the Gators, <laughs> though, on this thing, man. I don't, like, you have to be able to stop somebody. And if the, if New Orleans is able to make it to the Super Bowl, that means their defense has even taken a step up from what it was last season. So I don't see Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown being unstoppable against New Orleans. And like you say, when you, you got to be able to get stops. I believe New Orleans will be able to stop Pittsburgh more than Pittsburgh will be able to stop New Orleans. And that will give New Orleans a Super Bowl victory. I can see that. I, I can I can see the Saints, you know, if, if they stay how they were last yeah. year and the improvements are where they are, then yeah. But um, – I think it's funny that we both have the Steelers getting to the Super Bowl. That, that tells you what we think about the AFC. We got them getting to the Super Bowl with an average defense. Yeah, but, yeah. But, you know. And the only – and really the only team – well, no, I can't – well, yeah, really the only team with a, a really good defense in the AFC is Jacksonville, and they have an average offense. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? if you want to call it that, because we don't even know now with – uh, Marcus Lee um, being hurt. Oh, yeah, that's true. And they lost um, Allen Robinson. He's in Chicago. Allen Hearns is in Dallas. Yeah, yeah so that's that's true, too. <laughs> so Man, that's crazy. Yeah, the AFC boo-boo. And then uh, the NFC can go any amount of ways. Like, it don't even stop at six teams. You're like, well, because Detroit could get in. You know, and uh, Carolina could find their way back into and it. Carolina, we ain't talking about Carolina, but, you know, North Turner, I, I tried to stay away from my love affair with Cam Newton. Yeah. Because like, I, I love, I love Cam Newton. I love uh, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. So, I, I, it, was, it was easy for me to, last year, especially, like, talking about this shit and falling in love with that and, you know, making predictions and talking about sports, period, trying to use your head over your heart, you know? And, and like, I, I'm so connected to the Lions that I know what they can be. Yeah. So it's hard for me to go, man, that team going 79 because I watch them every year. I watch every game and I know, man, if Stafford sniff a thousand yards on the ground, exactly. that team is a playoff team. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, it, I don't know, but it's, it's not – I said all that to say it's not fun to talk about, like, on TV because when you get on TV, all you hear is the Seattles and Dallas. what's going on with New England <laughs> and Dallas, you know? Yeah. Like that, but, but diehards know, especially for your team. Yeah. You know, like, like for you, you saw the Saints 
improved last year and do what they were supposed to do on defense. Give just man, just stop giving up forty. And, exactly. and we got Drew on the other side, and look what it, look what it could be. And so you, as a diehard, know because you watch it every week. You 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 connect it to every player every week, so you know, man. If they can do anything like that last year and done improve, man, ain't no stopping this team. Exactly. And that's exactly how I felt about the Lions. And I agree with you, bro. Like just looking from the outside in, like I'm not even that connected to Detroit, but just watching them and be like, man. If somebody would give them a thousand yards, if collectively a group of running backs could give them a thousand yards on the ground, this team would be eleven and five. Easy. It's, fr- it's frustrating, bro, because it's a thing I talked about, like uh, after the games and stuff last week. That man, bro, if we can make it second and seven and not second and twelve, yeah, then we got a chance. You know, like that. That shit is frustrating, though. Like. <laughs> But yeah, hopefully, hopefully it's better this year. Uh, I'm trying to think of what other situations I'm gonna be looking out for this year. I'm excited to have Andrew Luck back. I love that dude, bro. So for him to be back on, hey, bro, you gonna start disrespecting <laughs> nah, Andrew Luck with these looks and stuff, that. bro? <laughs> you know how I feel about Luck, bro. I don't. I just don't understand it, bro. He single handedly took teams to the playoffs where they shouldn't have been, bro. Single handedly. But yeah, I'm excited to to have Andrew Luck back. It's gonna be interesting to see what's going on in Tampa Bay now that they have to start off the season with Ryan Fitzpatrick. What an idiot. <laughs> uh, I, I just man, that dude, bro. <laughs> yeah. I definitely think it's possible he's not in Tampa Bay next season. Man, I'm telling you, even even with the regression of Marcus Mariota, I don't know if you remember what Winston was the first pick in that draft half. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, give, me, give me Mariota over Winston all day, every day. Yeah. Uh, like, I just, even if we just talk, if we're not even talking about nothing, what you doing, bro? <laughs> what, you, what you doing? Like, you always got stupid going on, man. Like, I just, I don't know. And it's so silly that shit that he be, you know, I don't know, bro. Make no sense. Hey, that's an easy win for y'all, though, week one. Hopefully. You, man, I don't – especially when it comes to division games, I don't put that's nothing true. past – no. Nah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think, man. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with Earl Thomas, if he gets moved or if they just force him to sit out. Khalil Mack and what's going on with him. Oh, Oakland's a team we didn't talk about any either. Yeah. Um. I mean, I like Oakland. Yeah, I got some talent. Um, uh, it's it's just how how much how long grew man coaching? Ten years. Ten years. Yeah. That's a long time, bro. That's a long time to go. Oh yeah, and then, you know it's easy to forget because you fall in love with him as a as a well I did him as a commentator. Like I love listening to him. I love watching him. Work with the quarterbacks and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, hey man, I man got fired twice. Like, what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, was was he that great a coach? You know so. And I was, and I and I was saying for years, man, I, I'm ready for Gruden. I want Gruden to go back to coaching. I want Bill Cowher to come back to coaching. But after a while, you got to be like, look, that's all fantasy. Like, you don't need to come back. Right. <laughs> Just stay where you at. So that's that's definitely gonna be interesting to see. How um 
how he is with Oakland, especially when he's already essentially burning bridges. Because they keep saying that Khalil Mack's contract is being held up by John Gruden. Like, that's it. You know, you know who's another one that's uh, interesting? Like, how I, I liked as a commentator and took a long break and going back? Herm Edwards. Like, Her. man. Herm, like, hey, bro. Hey, that was, that was a long break. <laughs> like, and then they go to college, and the college game has changed so yeah. much. Yeah. More than, than NFL. Like, NFL's changed a lot, but no. But no, college. You look at, like, 10 years ago versus now, it's, it's totally different. And what? And he went to he went to a school in California. Where did he go? Arizona. He went to oh, Arizona. he went to Arizona. Okay. Yeah. Is, it, is it Arizona? It might have been Arizona State. Arizona State. Oh, I think it's Arizona State. State. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they ain't got a chance. Um, Pac-12. USC rolled it with that one. Uh, so, yeah. That, yeah, I forgot about her going back. Man. man that's, that's the perfect transition into uh, tomorrow. Um, what you think going to happen tomorrow? In the in the three marquee games that we looked at, uh, only two of them are tomorrow. Right? I think Michigan LSU play Sunday. Actually, who who cares when they play? <laughs> I don't mind them being thousand. Oh man! So okay, let's start with Washington and Auburn. I'm taking Auburn because. I think Auburn's defense is better than what Washington's offense is. So, (laughs) Washington's defense, I'm quite sure it's amazing. But their offense, what is it really, you know? Um, So, I think Auburn is a more balanced team. I think Auburn will be able to – and they're at home. So That's what I was going to say. Yeah. That that, that game is in Atlanta. Yeah. So, Auburn's probably going to run off with that one, which is good for me. I got Auburn winning that one, too. I'm going I'm to just jump in as you go. Yeah. Uh, I got Auburn winning that one, too, just because, you know, who knows, really, about this stuff? Yeah, especially yeah. This early, but, Especially this early. Yeah, and you, you, you know these teams from the Pac-12 and, and like, these up-and-coming teams, they always got to do – they always got to put themselves in a position – more like like how Miami like Miami just to to they got to play in Texas which is closer to Louisiana yeah Texas, you know what I'm saying just so it looks like a better win for them yeah so, yeah I, give me Auburn in that one because they they're not home Michigan and Notre Dame this one to me comes down to at this point Harbaugh has to be desperate. Like he's he's been on a hype train since he left San Francisco and has done nothing that's been expected of him in in his conference. And eventually he has to feel the heat coming from up onto him. And if he doesn't make things work this season, they're coming for him, I feel. So I feel like he's gonna have his troops ready this year. So I, I think Detroit as a coordinator. That'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so I think I think Michigan take I think Michigan can handle Notre Dame tomorrow. Um, I have Michigan winning for the same for the exact same reason. Um, not not exactly because he's desperate, just because of coaching. 
Yeah. Um, so, you know, Notre Dame's the home team in that one, but um, I think Michigan, will, I, I think this is a situation where the talent might be even, but the coaching will matter. Gotcha. And then Miami and LSU. LSU. Yeah, let me go first in this one real quick because this is this is one of those situations where you know I told you earlier that it's hard to to disconnect head from heart. Yeah, exactly. Listen, I'm I'm going straight from the heart with this one. I don't care who knows. I got Miami winning because I hate LSU and I want Miami. So I want Miami to beat them by a thousand. I hope they. I can't stand them. Like I just. Go ahead. I'm done. I, got my <laughs> I hate LSU. Not as much as you do, but I hate LSU as well. I got LSU winning this game. Part of it is Miami being full of themselves at this point. And it started last year with the turnover chain oh, and, and everything. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. That's where it started. Miami has – they – Look, on their defense, they have players who will be playing pro ball as soon as they can. Mm-hmm. Offensively, eh, I mean, it's whatever. LSU is usually the same. LSU's defense is solid. What are we going to get from the offense? They're going to yeah. be starting to transfer from Ohio State this year at quarterback. Yeah. And I think – Skill position, they're dealing with all new faces. Really, mm-hmm. they're gonna fig. They're gonna have to figure it out. But I think, I think they'll be able to outscore Miami. So Miami, this is another one. You know, NFL is about players and like the quarterbacks and and the star players more than college football is about the coaches. Yeah, and I don't think that there's a huge difference in this one like it used to be you know like how it's, it's so funny that <laughs> people talk about less yeah as much as they did but you're taking coach over mark rick because i'm not and you know and I, and I just told you a second ago how i that how i'm biased toward that fact but listen rick was the coach for georgia so i know that that's not me yeah you know, yeah. Oh, you know I, he coached against us every year as a florida fan but Man, I'm not. I'm not taking them over Coach O over him. And I have a bias for Coach O. Like he should still be our head coach after taking over for uh, Sarkeesian a few years yeah. back and what he did with the team. He should be our head coach right now. Uh-huh. Um, I definitely believe. Like I say, I'm not worried about either of these teams on defense. The offense is what I'm worried about. Uh-huh. And will Coach O make more of his offense than what? Miami's coach will. And really, at the end of the day, it's probably a toss-up. But I guess we'll see. I just I just think that Miami might end up overlooking LSU in a way to start so, off the you, season. You, you bringing up USC, though, made me want to uh, ask you real quick because both of us kind of brought up our teams right there briefly. What you, what you, what you think you expected from USC this this season? I'm expecting we're going to be there at the end of the season. When it comes down to those top four, if we don't make the playoffs, we'll be six, seven. We're, we're going to be right there. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely be in a conversation. 
last year, I last year I had it planned out better than it did, but I was always worried about us not having a bye week. And at the end of the that we we suffered bad losses, and that probably could have been part of it. But this season, we're going with a freshman quarterback. Um, we lost some talent to the NFL, but not too much. So I can definitely see us. We will be ten ten wins, and we'll be we'll be looking looking at the playoffs in those later weeks. And yeah. Florida, those Gators, <laughs> um, Felipe. It's been, <laughs> it's been ten years. Listen, and this is not me making this up because I've been you know me. I've been saying this for a long time. It's been 10 years since Dan Mullen has been anything connected to Florida. He got the he got the Mississippi State job after we won the national championship. And including Tebow, the year Tebow came back, yeah. the offense hadn't been the same since then. We have not been able to have any kind of offense since Dan Mullen left. So I'm excited about what he's going to be able to do with the offense, if not this year going forward. Yeah. Because, look, bro. Felipe Franks, I watched him. You don't have it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, you can see it. Like, and, I, and I, so I'm like, all right, how long is he going to be able to mask this? And can he mask, can he hide the quarterback for seven wins? Yeah. Maybe. And, you know, it's possible. But, you know, I looked at our schedule. It's not a whole bunch of teams that I was going, dang, they're going to beat us. Dang, they're going to, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we don't have Alabama this year. We got the Georgia game, Florida State, you know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was looking at the roster and the depth chart. Um, I know I know some of the names on offense. I know a couple of them on defense. I know more on offense than I do on defense, and that's yeah. easy because it's skill positions. But um, it's the same thing I've been saying for the last five, ten years. The quarterback, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's talent on the team, but – Six, seven wins. Yeah, you know, because Frank says unless unless he unless he made a dramatic improvement <laughs> over the summer. Yeah, I'm, I'm not excited. Um, and do you? I know you don't want it, but do you see Alabama rolling again this season? <laughs> It's it's kind of like that New England thing, yeah. To where uh, you know, uh, as opposed to what, you know? What I'm yeah, saying? exactly. Like, like 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 who's stopping them? Exactly. You know, I could dream up scenarios in my head, and I was more confident last year. Remember when we did our first show last year? I told you watch Georgia. Yeah, Georgia. Uh-huh. When I, two two years ago, when I when I I knew they had that quarterback. And then they got Kirby Smart. I was like, oh, Georgia going to win the SEC East. Yeah. Like, man, you know, and I, I did I expect them to be in the national championship? No. But they had a chance to beat Alabama in the national championship. And that, and it's just like I'm saying about the Saints, bro. That shit is, that shit is year to year, bro. It's mm-hmm. hard to capture that stuff. Because you can come back next, this year. Now they don't have Chubb or Michelle. So Yeah, exactly. You yep. know what I'm saying? So, like, it's not, it, man, that's hard, bro. And so, you know, it, who knows? You know, Alabama's proven to be consistent over years. So, who's stopping them? Exactly. Who, who's stopping them? Yeah, I feel the same way. Alabama probably going to roll right through this season, just like the yeah. past 
10. 12. 12. <laughs> 15. Right. It's like forever. It's not tomorrow, man. Tomorrow. 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 Really? What? Wednesday night? The week got started? Today, yeah. Friday, right? Yeah, so Wednesday night, Central Florida played. I saw that. They beat down whoever they played. That was ridiculous. Connecticut? Connecticut. That's who it was. That was like 52 to 17 or something. <laughs> and that's what it is about college football. Like, you go get a lot of games like that, but the games that are really good are really fucking good, bro. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm excited, man. Tomorrow, right off the, right out the gates, we got Washington Arbor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who did yeah, y'all play tomorrow? To be made there, but, yeah. huh? <laughs> y'all play tomorrow? Charleston Southern. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, run away. Yeah. <laughs> I think we got UNLV, so that'll give our freshmen a warm up. <laughs> and then the only the only other big game that we didn't touch was Florida Florida State and Virginia Tech and. I mean, I can only base off of, I don't know anything about those two teams going into this season, but just basing it off of how last season with Virginia Tech may may take that game. I don't know if it's yeah. going to be considered an upset or not, but. Yeah, they, they're about the same in the rankings, but, you know, college football is, is that weird scenario. Though, yeah. Because, like, you know, you always, especially when you look at your division or your conference, you talked about uh, Auburn beating Washington and how you that would work out for you. Yeah, because you because you you need strength of schedule. You need like True. to look good. So I'm just so I'm in my mind going, yeah, Florida State need to lose, but at the same time, I'm <laughs> like, man, if we beat them when they top ten, exactly. You know? so yeah, it's, it's hard. Man. <laughs> I'm ready. Me too, man. Like I said, what we say, six days, and then Philadelphia and Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, the first game never really feels the same for me as that as that, as that first Sunday. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. And Sunday. I was just about to say because it's so isolated, you only get that one game, and then yeah. You know what I've been meaning to tell you? What I, I, I know we we just flipping back and forth now, just talking. This, why is this something that's happening? Because I've been hearing this for a long time about the Jets. You know, we played the Jets that first game of the season. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited about that because, like, that Sunday I can relax and just yeah, watch enjoy, the yeah. channel and, and see what's going on. And then, you know, we got that Monday night game. But why are Jets playing three games in ten days? Why Why is that happening? Really? That, yeah. They play us on Monday. Then they play that Sunday. Then they play Thursday on Wow. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? I've been meaning to ask you about that. Because uh, first things first, they talk about that all the time, about Sam Darnold for whatever reason being the quarterback. And now, obviously, he is. Yeah. But I was like, man, they opened up against us. But, like, of all the teams, if there was ever going to be a team on primetime, twice in the first three games why is it the Jets more importantly why is any NFL team playing three football games in 10 days that's stupid now, I agree with, I agree with that the reason it's the Jets probably is because it's the Jets like if we if we have to put them on prime time which every team gets a Thursday night game so okay let's get the Jets out early you know yeah. oh if we give it every team a Monday night football game let's get the Jets out early 
So that could be the reason behind that. But that's ridiculous for any, like you said, any NFL team to be playing that many games in that short amount of time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, yeah, I mean, they will get at least a 10-day break after that, but still, that three games? And nah, nah. Yeah. That's, that's ridiculous. I, I, I hadn't I even noticed that. Yeah, I, I, I hadn't noticed there was any, like I said, either, but they talk about, they, they recycle the same topics on First Things First all the time. It's <laughs> annoying. Like, it's a, it's a hour and a half show, and they, they talk about the same things every day. Like, the it's Cowboys, an hour and a half show? Jets. Well, I oh, yeah, I was about to say probably a two and a half. I mean, a two hour yeah. show and then commercials, of course. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, bro. Like, I, when I first heard that, I was like, wait a minute, what? Like, like if, it, if that was going to happen for anybody, it would be like New England. Or, yeah. You know, Philadelphia. I was like, why? But but more importantly, why is that happening at all? So, yeah. That, yeah, that's. I'd be. Raising hell about that if I was Ty Bowles. Right? <laughs> they already coming for my job, and y'all want to give me this? Get right. out of here. I mean, they, they, will, they will be lucky to come out of that with one win. Yeah, and if it is. Right? Yeah. Like the, like, and, and that's not even me talking about their team. That's talking about anybody. Exactly. Anybody in that situation would be lucky to come out of that with one win. Especially, and then you're going into that with a rookie quarterback. Exactly. That's, like, yeah, that's cruel. That's messed up, man. That's cruel. Hey, we gonna take it, on man. <laughs> I don't care. I'll take it. Oh man. I'm glad, bro. Everybody gonna get to see us on Monday night. Y'all got the first game or the second one? The first one. We got that oh, first okay. one. And I and I gotta work now too, bro. Man. I didn't. I have to at first. Yeah. Bro. Man, so I, that's that's more why I need to get up to headquarters and pick my vacation again. So, <laughs> hey, give me the tent, dog. The tent, dog. Man. All right, bro. Well, good time. We gotta do this uh, sooner than um six months. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I'll hopefully. Hopefully, what? After the first week, it's not a month. Oh yeah, yeah. If if yeah, probably after the first after the first week is in the books, we can get back to it. talk about what we see, what we don't see, who already then got hurt. I'm really excited about today and tomorrow though, just because of the little roster turnover you get too in the NFL, going from ninety to fifty three. You know, but a lot of players don't. Find homes with other teams, so that's always exciting. Ready to get them doing up out of that. Yeah, right. Yeah. So good. We need hey, another running back. Hey, listen. Remember, I told you, Ebron. Hey, I'm telling you, as much as what we added in the off season, I'm excited about the the people we got rid. Of. I told you, I was tired of Caldwell. Got rid of him. I was tired of Ebron. Got rid of him. Abdullah's the last one, bro. Yeah. And I'm telling you, and that and that's not even me being in my heart. I've been telling you for a while. I, I think he's on the way out just because I the think roles of the people. Yeah. You know? No, I was just about to say, I told you the other day, I think he's on his way out too. Yeah. Uh, I said, I think y'all would be able to trade him and get a, a late round pick for him. But with y'all bringing in LeGarrette Blunt, 
and then having Theo Reddick, and then what his name is Zinner. No, we drafted Johnson. Oh yeah, y'all did draft him. But y'all have another. Y'all have another running back from last Zach, year. Zach, Zach, oh, Zach, Zach Zinner, Zach, yeah. And uh, Zach Zinner and um, dang, uh, the other one that got he got hurt last night, or Thursday night, was it? Was last it? night, dang, yeah. I was about last night. <laughs> dang, uh, but yeah, it, it doesn't matter though. But I, I, I think, like I said, bro, they just paid Riddick, so he ain't exactly, cut. and they, they just, just signed Legarrette uh, Blood. Yeah, he ain't getting cut. <laughs> And you just drafted Curry Johnson in the second round, so he ain't getting cut. Exactly. So, uh, so I mean, even in best case scenario, if they do keep him, where his touch is coming? Yeah. Where his touch is coming from? Unless injury so, come, he yeah he riding the bench. So what's the point in having him? Yeah. You know? I didn't want to draft him in the first place. That, but that's a different conversation. <laughs> um, so, yeah, bro. Hopefully, what would you have to say? Nothing. I was about to try to end the show, which I've been trying to do for like 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but we just keep. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think we done this time around. Yeah, when they gave our NFL predictions, uh, predictions about college football for this weekend, uh, hopefully we can get back to this in a week or so, you know? Thank you for listening to Friendly Fire. Make sure to click the subscribe button below and check back in with us every Monday and Friday for new episodes. Like the show or just want to suggest a topic? Leave a comment down below and make sure to follow us on Twitter at FriendlyFire08.